0: we're back for mini episode number six hi in honor of national dairy goat awareness week and also we have game seven of the stanley cup is that right yes on tv because it's the bruins yes but there's a commercial break in progress so We are going to answer several unrelated questions. I tried to kind of group the questions from Instagram into things that fit together so far. But now we're like, here's some questions that are not related. Okay. And uh, first question is going to be a quick answer uh, because there was a question about appropriate identification. For goats, and I actually did a podcast episode about permanent legal identification for goats back last <laughs> summer. It was the second podcast episode of Goat Talk with a Goat Doc.
1: Wow, almost a year.
0: I know, oh, it's been almost a year. Crazy. Since I started this podcast. Whoa. And uh, so in that podcast, I listened to it again recently because I feel like I need to do like a little addendum to it. Um, Similar to how I did an addendum to the horns episode recently. Um, All the stuff that I talked about in it still applies to reality. Nothing major has changed. So you can definitely go check out that podcast episode uh, where I talk about permanent legal identification for goats, tattoos, ear tags, and electronic identification. Uh, Website is goatdoc.com. Or you can find it on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever podcast thing that you like. Ah, uh, second question: Do supplements for goats expire? Examples: milk replacer, vitamin pastes, etc.
1: Well, I had a bag of milk replacer that went through a se- winter. That was left over from the previous we did? spring. This year? No, it was last year. Okay. And it was just sat in the basement. It wasn't very good. It wasn't? No.
0: I feel like I missed this.
1: No, it was. It didn't really want to mix very well. Mm-hmm. It was really chunky and it actually kind of smelled a little funny. So... Um, that was the brand that I always use. I don't know, it's probably very similar to any other milk replacer. Um, I don't know if there is a Best Buy stamp on the
0: tag. Yeah, I was just gonna say anything with an expiration like or anything that comes with an expiration date, probably try to use it by the expiration date. Having said that, um Yeah, having said
1: that, I don't know
0: what... Like, the reality of things is that, like, if you have some kind of medication and its expiration date is June 30th, 2019, all of a sudden, on July 1st, 2019, it doesn't explode or, you know, become completely ineffective. Uh, Things like antibiotics... Probably, and, and different classes of antibiotics break down um, over time and probably are going to become less effective depending on which antibiotic it is. Um, s- something that I wasn't sure if expired and I uh, contacted the, t- the company was uh, the CMT solution. And cause like we make the, the CMT solution comes a ca- CMT is a California mastitis test. Di- California mastitis yeah, that's test. What it is. Yeah. I just, for a second, I wasn't sure if I said that right. Um,
1: it's made in Portland, Maine.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh. Um, and we get the concentrate and we dilute it in the little squirt bottle But then, like, our barn is not heated, so in the winter, if we leave it out there, it freezes. And I called them because I was like, is that going to make it not work? And they said no. They said it's fine. So that's kind of cool. CMT solution evidently doesn't expire. Um, If it's got an expiration date on it, probably try to use it by then, I guess. And some of the things, uh, <clears throat> some of the things don't have an expiration date.
1: Yeah, like the goat minerals. I don't think mm-hmm. as long as you keep it dry.
0: Mm-hmm. Follow uh, packaging directions of uh, proper storage.
1: And l- I don't think like a bag of grain has an expiration date on it. It just says you better keep it correctly, or it's mm-hmm. gonna go to waste. Like moldy grain, you can't be fed. So it could happen in a few days or it can happen in months. just depends on how you store it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think that kind of covers that. Um, do precocious udders require treatment or monitoring is monitoring enough? Elaborate. So a precocious udder is a, a developed udder that um, is like in a dry animal. So, like not pregnant, not having babies, but makes an udder,
1: yeah, you don't do anything with that
0: hmm that's kind of my my take on that too
1: yeah i we've had goats come have faulty pregnancies and will freshen, kind of, and I guess I could have milked them out and but I don't think that's the right thing to do i they don't won't. I don't know from experiences. I never milk those animals out, but I would assume they don't freshen as good.
0: Yeah. So, like a a a, a precocious udder. There's no pregnancy, but uh, in my experience, those animals tend to be a little bit overconditioned. Um, yeah, and have fat. <laughs> that's the less diplomatic way to say it. Um, but they easy they, keepers. Yes, their body is like they need to do something with that, all those calories. So like, Hey, let's try making an udder. Um, usually it's not a problem and usually I'm a fan of benign neglect and basically just ignore it. I don't usually milk it out. Right. Um, and I mean, I guess you could potentially get like a dry mastitis if you got some kind of organism up in there and there's like, like a protonaceous fluid in the udder that, uh, could harbor bacteria. You always could talk with your vet and get it cultured and treat it like mastitis if you need to. But usually benign neglect is the way to go with that, in my opinion. Um, at what age does a goat kid develop its immune system?
1: Hmm.
0: I'm going to, I think I started to record An episode Mm -hmm. at one point about um, like colostrum management and passive transfer and all of those things uh, because it's important to understand and I'll do an episode on that someday uh, because uh, goat kids don't have an immune system when they're born and like they don't have white cells that are going to defend their body, or, or they don't have antibodies, I guess, is more accurate. Yeah,
1: they get that from the milk.
0: Right, they get that from colostrum. Um, and they need time to develop their own immune system. So they drink colostrum, they absorb those antibodies from mom, which are protective while their own antibodies, their own immune system amps up and develops antibodies. The... The time frame of that is going to vary depending, like, on the individual animal. But typically in mammals, we think it takes, like, three to four months. Like, roughly. And also, I mean.
1: I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with genetics and how whole kinds of things line up.
0: Yeah, well, they're you know, all like
1: how if uh, are you there when they are birthed? when they birth? Do you clean them off and let it be really not stressful for them? And like, there's all... so when they get their immune system or whatever they can fight off stuff. I don't know. I've been raising goat kids for ten years now, and I can say that like what two weeks, three weeks. Usually, they're like pretty strong. You know, they're like if there's issues. With them, with their immune system, you're going to see it pretty.
0: But in that that early, you know, early period, and we probably know less about goats than we do about like dogs and cats, honestly. Um, in that early period, like there's still mat- colostrum, the antibodies from mom, right. Still stick around.
1: They stick around for a while, yeah. So when I'm like milking the goats for making cheese, I let like at least three weeks before I'm making cheese with it because I just. Milk it kinda looks a little yellow. So Did goat's you mean milk three is three days. What's that?
0: Did you mean three days?
1: No, I think the colostrum sticks around for a while.
0: Well, I mean the antibodies stick oh, around well, yeah. for the for they don't because the antibodies have to last until the kid can make their own. Right. And the antibody making process takes like a few like three months probably yeah. before you're starting to get a competent immune system. Okay.
1: You know more about the science of it all than yeah. I do. I don't know. I just know, like, when they get sick, how, you know, I when mean, they normally it, yeah. get sick? So, I mean,
0: it's because you do a really good job, like, managing colostrum in our goats, though. Like, we're, you're, when... We're
1: oh, they get it all.
0: Yeah. Like, the all babies the get it, and... We're very conscientious about them getting a good amount of colostrum really in the first quick. twenty-four hours of yeah, their life. Right. So, like you, you've experienced few problems. If the if goats have an incompetent immune system from what's called failure of passive transfer, so that's they didn't get colostrum. You like five days in, you start to see them be very susceptible to infections. Oh, okay. Um, so that, like, that's a, I, I'll have a FPT episode <clears throat> someday. That'll be fun. And last, last question. D warmer rotations, yay or nay? And I will absolutely, I think I said probably already when we were doing these mini episodes, is like, I need to do a parasite series because... Parasites of, like, full episodes, Uh, multi-parts.
1: I mean, but just to, like, get right to the question, I mean, yes. I think that just using one kind all the time is probably not a very good idea. Because eventually Mm -hmm. something might come up, and it might be...
0: Yes, but it's being aware of when it does come up. Right,
1: exactly. So I'm like... I'm not trying to say just like, oh, give wormer every six months or whatever. You know, without getting a proper fecal flow going on and making sure that you are using the right wormer. Yeah. And using enough and rotating Mm -hmm. it around. I mean, I, as a goat farmer, I usually try to do everything I can without using the dewormer. So they have really good virgin pasture land and rotate it properly and, you know, just keep an mm-hmm. eye on them.
0: And the short, the short answer, cause, and this is something too, that like, like, cause I grew up with horses and I shudder to think about what we used to do with deworming our horses. Okay. Was like, I don't
1: know anything about that.
0: Right. So I can't, I've really never talked with you about this. We used to get, we would go and get the tubes of dewormer paste like the Zemectrin and the Safeguard and we get like a few different ones and we'd give them every like six weeks and we'd just change it up. Like we'd give two Zemectrin one month and then a month and a half later we'd give Safeguard and then we'd switch back and forth. And now I, I shudder to think about the resistant parasites that we were making because it's like... It's like taking a course of antibiotics but not finishing the course of antibiotics. You're killing all the wimpy bacteria with a course of antibiotics. And if you don't carry it on long enough, you're just showing the bacteria what you've got. You're showing, like, here's my here's my weapons. This is what I got. Mm-hmm. Now you can figure out ways to be strong enough to not die from it. Mm. So same idea with parasites. Like if you don't, if you're not, if you're using a dewormer, keep using it until it doesn't work anymore and then change. Right. Um,
1: yeah. We've been using the same one for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but also because there's other parasite management things that we do yes. to, to not have high worm burdens. Right. Um, and I'll talk, I'll talk about that in depth at uh, some point. Yeah. Um,
1: it has to do with where you live and all mm-hmm. oh, your seasons so, and, it and it your has climate. so much to and do with what is going on with even each piece of land is different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean...
0: Do you have other species of livestock that you can rotate out your grazing? Do you have adequate space so you can interrupt the parasite life cycle? Is it a rainy season? Is it hot and humid because that's like a parasite party, you know? Yeah. Um, so lots of, there's a lot of variables there, but the short answer if you if you had me <laughs> say like should I rotate my dewormers? No. That's my answer to okay. that. Like no willy-nilly deworming. I think that we've done all the questions now that I had so far from Instagram. We're going to have this episode's gonna come out on Thursday, and then I looked at the the dairy goat awareness dates. So then there's Friday and Saturday. Saturday is going to be our best goat pro tips. So we're going to think about that for a little bit And we'll get back to you with that hmm. And I don't know what Friday's going to be yet
1: Like pro tips for dairy goats?
0: Whatever, yeah Pro or tips. goats
1: in general
0: Well, could be either It's Dairy Goat Awareness Week so.
1: Alright, dairy goat I pro tips I guess we should have a
0: little, little slant towards the dairy
1: Sure, um, not a problem
0: But uh, that's going to do it for the moment We'll talk to you guys tomorrow
1: Thanks for listening Bye, bye.
0: Meh. <laughs>